Good morning. You're listening to the Sophian News Hour, brought to you by the Sophian Smith College's independent student-run newspaper, located in Northampton, Massachusetts. This show is hosted and edited by our social media director, Sadie Berker, and our editor-in-chief, Michaela Patel. In collaboration with the Smith College radio station, episodes of this podcast are broadcast live Tuesdays from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. at WOZQ 91.9 FM. Otherwise, find us at any time on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Let's get into it. So this week's top stories include a little self-promo for our wonderful podcast. We also have a piece on a presidential colloquium presentation that happened as part of the Martin Luther King Jr. lecture. Um, And this was given by Dr. Crystal M. Fleming. We have a piece on... um, Police Violence Against Black Children from our opinion section staff writer, Helen Bazuna. And we also have a piece on Smith's Shakespeare Company called The Show Must Go On. And then we're ending with yet another little small (laughs) self-promo about our wonderful translation marathon. So we're going to get into all of that very soon. So to start off, of course, we are talking about our amazing podcast. Mm -hmm. You are listening to it right now, technically live, which is really fun. Um, But we are super, super, super proud to be debuting these two podcasts. They're brand new. The first one, of course, is the Sophia News Hour, which you are listening to as we speak. And the second is a podcast um, called Sex and the Smithy, which we introduced last episode. If you would like to listen, you can head to our Spotify page, um, or look up the Sophian on any place you get podcasts and listen to that episode. Um, the podcasts are also available on the website as well for Sex and the Smithy. Yes, they are. So, which is super exciting. So you can get them literally anywhere you get podcasts. And in these are just in addition to our already well-established show, Four and Three Ethnography, which is hosted and edited by Amrita Char. Sorry, I'm Rita Acharya, um, class of 2022. And her podcast is all about interviewing really cool people from the local Northampton community, which we love. Mm-hmm. It's a really great podcast. Definitely go check it out. And I'm not just saying that because it's part of the Safayan. Mm-hmm. I really, it's all Amrita's project. She does an incredible job. Mm-hmm. It's so amazing. Um, if you are a part of the Pioneer Valley or you're a student, it's a great way to get to know just mm-hmm. like local like characters, really. She yeah. looks at lots of really niche people, lots of niche communities. Mm-hmm. Um and it really is an eth- ethnographic project in the sense of she really builds relationships with these people. Mm-hmm. She works really hard to get to know them um, and has really close bonds with, honestly, Yeah, many she's of good them. friends with pretty much everyone she's interviewed for the podcast. Um, and it's also cool because it features a lot of places like the laundromat or the graveyard that you might not think too much about and you listen to the podcast and there's just so much there than you than you like even realized Mm -hmm. um, yeah it's really cool it's really really great and of course you can find her podcast four and three ethnography on spotify apple podcasts and also on soundcloud so if you do not have access to you know spotify or apple Podcasts, Mm -hmm. you can of course get it on soundcloud which is really nice um 
And so just to give you a rerun of our new podcast, though, Sex in the Smithy takes our favorite online opinions column and brings you more laughs, more <laughs> interviews, and more hot takes on all things dating, sex, and relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and is really an extension of the the column that we have on our website, which yes. is really a fan favorite for everyone. Absolutely. Um, and of course, right now you're listening to the Sofian News Hour, and we give you the rundown of all of the week's top stories and other exclusive content. Last week we played um, a wonderful playlist by our arts and culture section. This mm-hmm. week we're also playing new music, so that's something really exciting. Um, and as always, because we are working in collaboration with the Smith College radio station, you can find us not only live on the airwaves, but you can also listen to us on mixer.com slash wozyq91.9 FM. So yeah, we're really excited to be expanding our operations to bring you fresh content every week. And that's that. Michaela, why don't you go into the next piece? Okay, so this piece is on the lecture by Dr. Crystal M. Fleming. Um, And this was on Martin Luther King Jr. And she also talked a lot about her work with uh, global racism and white supremacy and her anti-racism work. Um, And she talked about her latest book, which is called How to Be Less Stupid on Race, on Racism, White Supremacy, and the Racial Divide. Um, And she has an upcoming book uh, called Rise Up, How You Can Join the Fight Against White Supremacy, which is a young adult book book that's coming out in October. Um, It was a really great lecture. Uh, She talked about um, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s legacy and how it is very often um, sort of pacified Mm -hmm. when it's taught in schools and not he isn't given enough credit for being as radical as he actually was and how Mm -hmm. much he contributed to critical critical race theory, um, which is something that she specializes in as a sociologist. she does so much incredible work, like hearing about everything that she's done mm-hmm. was just really impressive. Um, uh, Dr. Fleming is a professor of sociology and Africana studies, and she's also an associate faculty in the Women's Gender and Sexuality Studies Department at SUNY Stony Brook. Um, and she's also does work in mindfulness, which I didn't get to add into the article, even though I wanted to, but mm-hmm. it just didn't fit. Um, but I thought that was cool, too, because she mm-hmm. talked about how That study has been very whitewashed, even Mm -hmm. though um, spirituality and mindfulness in its roots is very much not white. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So I thought that was really incredible. And mindfulness, too, is such a practice of of liberation for so Mm -hmm. many people of color. Um, As someone who is fairly spiritual myself, I definitely feel that. Um, And yeah, it's a really, really, really powerful tool for for freedom and uh, self-determination and and liberation. So, Mm -hmm. Um, and just critical, cultivating critical hope at a time where it's really, really, really needed. And that's, I know, something she talks about in her lecture Mm -hmm. as well. Just touching on the current events, the siege on the U.S. Capitol building. Yes. um, The murder of Duante Wright, um, and also the rise in anti-Asian hate, which has happened um, during the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, And something else that she stressed as an educator is the importance of education, but not just education. A quote that I found really powerful by her was, knowledge on its own is not power. We have to actually turn to collective action and activism, as Dr. King demonstrated, to transform that knowledge into concrete change, Mm. uh, which I really loved. Mm -hmm. Um, And she also said that quote, diversity and inclusion initiatives, um, she believes are 
often academia's version of thoughts and prayers. Um, mm-hmm. And she called them BSDI initiatives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I thought that was also very interesting because this is coming over a year after Smith's first day of diversity and inclusion, which was around the same time that we had a protest in response to a police chief who was hired, who was pro Donald Trump and anti-immigrant. Um, so it's just really so much like context to think about with all of that, but it was a really incredible lecture and I'm definitely glad that I got to experience it. Yeah. And speaking of Smith's diversity and inclusion um, efforts, uh, as always, those uh, are added to, there's a living document that's available on the Smith College website where you can stay updated on all of the efforts that Smith is making towards diversity and inclusion if you are curious. Um, Because it's a living document, it's updated all the time and includes um, a lot of the demands by um, BSA members that Mm -hmm. work really closely with the Office of Equity and Inclusion here and our Vice President for Equity and Inclusion, um, Floyd Chung. Mm -hmm. So that is a great resource to look up if you are wondering what progress Smith has made, what more they're working on. I know they're working a lot on getting a mandatory class on race, um, Mm -hmm. other things like that, which are really important. So if you're a part of the Smith community, if you love Smith as much as we do, um, check it out. And that's another resource that you can look to. On the same note of talking about um, anti-racism and violence against racial minorities. We have an opinions piece, um, which is titled, I am a child. Why won't cops let black kids be kids? And it is all about, um, it's a really a reflection on the horrors of police violence and their, um, disregard for the humanity of black children. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a really stunning piece, uh, written by Helen Bazuna, um, Mm -hmm in our opinion section. And it starts out with this um, anecdote and story, this descriptive story um, about police body camera footage that um, showed officers responding to a report of quote unquote family trouble. Um, And it was footage of a nine-year-old black girl being dragged through snow to a police car handcuffed and pepper sprayed. Um, And this video is extremely graphic, so I won't go into any more detail than that. Um, But it really shows the complete lack of understanding that we have um, and empathy that we have towards black children, Mm -hmm. which is completely a, an extension of racism and the ways that racism in particular acts um, in regards to black people. And in this case, black children whose fragility and youth are, are really um, disregarded and their humanity is completely disregarded. Um, and something that we really want to point your attention to is a study um, that is cited in the research by, in the piece, um, by researchers at the Children's National Hospital in Washington, D.C. And it talks about how Black and Hispanic children are at far, uh, face far greater likelihood and risk of being victims to shootings by police. Um, in fact, um, Black children are six times more likely to um, be the victim of police shootings. And we think that that, while horrific and sad, is something that should absolutely be brought to the forefront. Mm-hmm. Um, and the piece just generally goes more into detail about how 
um, Black children just are victims of this historical narrative that not only criminalizes Black youth mm-hmm. um, from, from the get-go, really, yeah. um, and continues to um, break them down, not see them as fully human, yeah. and um, at the cost of their own physical and emotional safety mm-hmm. and sanctity. So that's something that we'd really love to point out. And it's a really beautiful piece. We highly recommend that all of you guys read it. Um, and we also want to recognize, of course, that this piece is really all the more poignant now following news of the police shootings of 13-year-old Adam Toledo um, and 20-year-old Dante Wright. Um, and that that's really all we can really say about that. Yeah. Um, it's been a really, really tough week for communities of color who are mm-hmm. grieving not only in the midst of a pandemic, which we know hits black and brown communities. Um, the research and the statistics show um, that it hits black and brown communities much harder mm-hmm. um, and also in the face of ongoing um, um, violence and, and racial violence, especially at the hands of police. Mm-hmm. So that's a really important article and timely one to be looking at now. But... We do move on. <laughs> we do. The, the next piece is actually called The Show Must Go On. Um, but of course, we are going to sit with that and we hope that yeah. you all sit with that as well. Yeah. And also um, really just extending solidarity to all of our the students of color at mm-hmm. Smith here as well, because this is just such an isolating time already. Mm-hmm. And to be just experiencing, obviously, racial violence has been around since the U.S. was created. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just such a horrible time Mm -hmm. to be all of these things like on top of each other. Mm -hmm. Students, faculty, staff, community members. It's really um, a time of collective grief for so many. So when we can't gather and Mm grieve together, like we normally would. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, I just wanted to say that before we move on to our next piece. Um, So the next article that we have is um, the first in what will actually become a series, which was not... We're really excited about it, Initially going to be a series, but we just had uh, so much material. Francis Baker Tucker has been working on this, um, and I'm really excited. Mm -hmm. Um, So Francis is going to start covering um, different things that orgs at Smith are doing in a series called Going Clubbing, Zoom (laughs) After Hours. Uh, very exciting. The first one was on Smith Shakes, which was the the Smith uh, Shakespeare Club, who recently had a performance of Much Ado About Nothing over Zoom. Um, and they basically just talked about the uniqueness of only being able to f- perform with your face on a two-dimensional screen. Um, but however, they have definitely been thriving, it sounds like, from the article mm-hmm. and really just getting creative and finding mm-hmm. new ways to connect and spread their performances and get new students involved. Um, and we're really excited to see this series go forward. I know that Frances has an article on the debate team. Um, uh, she's going to interview Citrus. I can't remember how, which other club. I know Sickos, I think. Sickos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So all of these clubs are super integral to the Smith college community. We're so excited to be showcasing their resilience yes. during this time. Um, and we hope that it really offers some uh, excitement and, and mm-hmm. hope for everyone. Yeah. Um, and of course, looking towards next semester, which we reported on last week, um, right. we is going to be in person 
hopefully we can take all of these lessons and all of these things into the future mm-hmm. and build something even greater, uh, connect with more people um, in person and also online with all of these tools that we have. So mm-hmm. it's really, really, really exciting to be covering what Smithies are doing because, of course, as we know, they do so much all they the time. They really do. And it's so interesting to read these pieces about what other orgs are doing as being a part of the Safayan, we're obviously always thinking about these things. We can't meet in person. We've been having a lot of Zoom meetings and work nights over Zoom, which is just not the same. So it's been really interesting to read about how other orgs and clubs are adjusting. Have been adapting, yeah. yeah. And of course, the Safayan has been adapting too. You know, mm-hmm. we're doing our newsletter, we have our podcast. Yeah. Like we're really, it's really a, a group effort and we're seeing this uh, ingenuity really not even just at Smith, but across the country. Yeah. So people have had to get very creative. Mm-hmm. It's 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 pretty cool. So we're really excited about that. And of course, you want to mention if you are part of a student-run club or organization mm-hmm. and you are interested in being featured in part of this series, please, please, please contact the Sofian. You can email us at sofian at smith.edu. You can also reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Yeah. Um, and that's that. Other things that you should contact us for, of course, are our very, very, very exciting Translations Marathon. So this is a call out to all bilingual Smithies, not just bilingual, if you're trilingual, if you're just any sort of polyglot Mm -hmm. at all, Mm -hmm. um, speak any sort of languages, we would really love you to participate. And this is um, a marathon where we're asking or requesting um, submissions of translations of our articles. So to participate, all you have to do is, one, choose an article that is published on thesofine.com. It can be as old as you want. It can be as new as you want, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anything that kind of suits your fancy. Yeah. Um, two, of course, translate it into the language of your choice. And three, email your submission and a link to the original article to our tra- lovely translations editor, Amelia Tamayo. Um, and all of this information is, of course, on our newsletter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to say your email on the radio uh, for <laughs> privacy reasons. Um, but if you are part of this uh, part of the Smith College community, um, meaning our students, staff, faculty, and you would love to do this, please reach out to the Sofian at Sofian at Smith.edu. Yes. Um, I'm and so excited we're really, that. really, really excited. This, And of course, if you need more incentive, this is going to be all featured in an upcoming special edition of our newsletter where mm-hmm. we're really going to be highlighting um, the work of the translation section, um, which we would love to point out is also completely the brainchild of our translations. Amelia, editor, Amelia. She really created mm-hmm. and built that up, which is just so incredible. Yeah. And I'm just, uh, you know, I'm so excited to be really giving their, their, them their due credit yes. um, because they work really hard. They do. And it's super important work to make our content much more accessible to those mm-hmm. in our community who speak other languages, mm-hmm. um, which is really important to us. And we really hope that you guys all really enjoy this initiative because we are super excited about it. Yes. Okay. So before we get into the little description of the music that we have going for you, mm-hmm. um, Michaela, can you talk about some of the articles that are coming up? All right. So um, we have some things coming up. It's we're getting prepared for our print edition, which will be coming out on April 30th. Very excited for that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm working on an article on the spring into abolition event, which happened recently. And I'm very eager to talk about that. I'll get into it once that article comes out. But it was really great, really great. I'm definitely glad that I went to that. 
Um, I'm not sure if that will be published on the website first or if we'll just save that for the print. Um, we also have an article on the SCMA banners still in the works, uh, a features article on Asian students respond to response to uh, anti-Asian hate. Um, and also we have a features article on the BSA conference, which was uh, on investing in ourselves mm -hmm. and uh, finance. I mean, Sadie can speak more to that <laughs> than I can. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really about a response and really a reclamation of the history of um, Black Wall Street in mm -hmm. Tulsa. And of course, there are many other Black Wall Streets, um, not only the one in Tulsa, but across across the country. Um, and for those of you don't, that don't know, um, this was a, Black Wall Street was a part of Tulsa, mm -hmm. um, a, an area that was um, a, th a really a thriving uh, economy of Black businesses, um, and that was horribly destroyed in, in one of the most violent massacres that has ever occurred um, in the U.S. And um, so it's not only a reclamation of that history, but it, and an acknowledgement, honestly, of that history, which is really only recently, I think, coming into the um, public consciousness, mm -hmm. um, or the general public consciousness, of course, um, but even more than that, it's about how do we use the framework of collective economics in order to invest in our communities. And that, um, of course, um, the conference was specifically dedicated to um, Black communities. So mm -hmm. it's a lot about how do we create generational wealth for ourselves? How can we look, about, look at what are the systems that are in place and take advantage of them in order to lift up our own communities? How right. can we build sustainable communities, not only in an, uh, in a financial sense, but also in an environmental, environmental sen mm -hmm. sense. Um, what is the importance of ownership of capital? Um, and it, it was just a really great event. And I'm uh, so thrilled to be covering it um, and to shed light on the really, really, really important work that uh, our Black Students Alliance does on our yes. campus. Yes. Um, um, and also what's really exciting about that and the Spring into Abolition event is obviously these are both responses to really horrible traumas mm -hmm. that have happened and continue to happen, um, but both carry so much like hope for mm -hmm. the future and what we can create as a collective going mm -hmm. forward. Um, so really excited for that. And we'll also be covering the climate march and protest that is happening uh, this week, I believe it'll either be just a photo series or a photo series and an article. We'll see how that turns out. Um, but yeah, those are some of the things we've got coming up. Super exciting. Okay. Now that we've gone into all of that and we've updated you on all the news, we have some more really great fun music for you. So if you don't know already, now, you know <laughs> that there is a Wozy Q concert coming up it's virtual it'll be happening on may 8th and our beautiful illustrious performer will be Haley hendrix um we're super excited about it um i say we as in the wozy keyboard because <laughs> i'm music director for wozy q um wozy q is extremely excited to be hosting um this event because Haley hendrix is of course a, a complete smith favorite mm -hmm. um and we're hoping that it will be an event that really brings people together so 
in order to highlight that, we are going to be playing some Haley Hendrix songs and some Haley Hendrix adjacent mm. artists. Yeah. So we have some great music by Haley Hendrix. We have some of her top songs, including The Bug Collector, Um Shalah, and Drinking Song. And then we have um, a mixture of uh, artists. We have Bedouin, Angel Olsen, Faye Webster, of course, mm-hmm. Phoebe Bridgers. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're really excited to get to all of that and play that for you um, as we close out our show today. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you all for listening. We're so excited to be bringing you this radio show, of course. And we hope that you will tune in next week if you are listening live. And of course, anytime. And head over to thesafian.com to read any of those articles we just mentioned and also to subscribe to the newsletter, which we keep referencing. (laughs) Please subscribe to the newsletter. (laughs) Thank you all. See you next week. This is the Safian News Hour, hosted and edited by Editor-in-Chief Michaela Patel and Social Media Director Sadie Berker, and brought to you in collaboration with WOZQ 91.9 FM Smith College Radio. Thank you for listening. As always, you can read the full coverage of all of these stories at thesofian.com, where you can subscribe to our weekly newsletter and find links to our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter pages. We hope you'll join us next week.